Hey guys, Shannon here. I wanted to talk to you guys about the Enneagram. Kind of been a buzzword for the last few years. You may have heard about it. You may know what it is. You may already have your Enneagram number. You may have no idea what I'm talking about. Um, so I wanted just to go through it because there's so much, there's so much substance, so much to unpack in this tool that is not only for personal growth and development, but I've used it for um, my relationships, particularly my marriage and parenting. And I've used it, there's a lot of, um, a lot of content that I've been devouring on, you know, Enneagram and anxiety and stress and immunity and nutrition and all these things based on your number and all of the things that COVID has kind of thrown at our face, you know, that we're having to deal with like, like hard and fast all at once. It's been really fascinating. So I thought it would be super helpful and exciting and interesting to dive into it. And then over the next few weeks, kind of just unpack it more and get more in the, in the, um, in more of the details and the nitty gritty of it. So it's, it is a personality typing test like the disc or Myers-Briggs or whatnot, but unlike Myers-Briggs and Strengths-Finders and those and the disc that tell you what you are, I like to think of the Enneagram as telling you why you are, why we've embodied these personality traits um, and not just why, but how do I use the strengths from it and leave the rest? Because if you're a high D on the disc and you're driving and achieving, that's great, right? There's a lot of positive in that. But if you're an overbearing asshole as a result of it, not a lot of help. Um, if you are a perfectionist and you like things neat and orderly and, you know, there's a lot of good in that. But if it's causing you to be anxiety um, ridden and um, picky and snarky, bitchy, what, what good is it? So the Enneagram helps you kind of identify your strengths and when you're driving down the highway in your healthy lane and then the rumble strips on the side of the highway when you're kind of veering off a course. So I'm just going to go through the nine numbers real quick and then over the next few weeks we'll kind of unpack them a little bit more. So first, what is the Enneagram? The Enneagram takes its name from the Greek words for nine, Ennea, and for a drawing or figure, gram. And it is a map, but it's a nine-pointed geometric figure that illustrates nine different but interconnected personality types. Each numbered point on the circumference is connected to two others um, with arrows, and they're also connected with the ones on either side of their numbers called their wings. It's like literally a GPS for your personality. Um, and in the Enneagram, so these nine numbers are impacted deeply by those, by four other, the two with the arrows going um, away or towards your number, and then the two on either side. And then they're also broken into three triads. There's the head triad, the heart triad, and the gut triad. So I'm just gonna unpack those triads, and then next week we'll go through the numbers in each of them more in depth. But in the gut triad, so we've got eight, nine, and one. Uh, these numbers are driven by anger. Eight, externalize it. Nine, forgets it. And a one, internalizes. They take, um, they take in and respond to life instinctually or at the gut level. And they tend to express themselves very honestly and they can be very direct. That can also be good and that can also be bad. Um, the other triad, the feeling, the heart triad, two, threes, and fours. 
So these numbers are driven by feelings, often resulting in shame. That's kind of their core feeling underneath. Um, twos focus outwardly on the feelings of others. Threes have trouble recognizing their own feelings or even other people's feelings. And fours concentrate their attention inwardly on their own feelings. Like they know their feelings better than anybody. They, there's constantly feeling their feelings. Um, so they, they take in and relate to life from their heart and are, are more image conscious than other numbers. And then the fear, the head triad, also called the fear triad. These are five, sixes, and sevens. So these numbers are driven by fear. Five, externalize it. Sixes, internalize it. And sevens, forget it. They don't want to feel fear. And so they keep themselves preoccupied. Um, they take in and relate to the world through the mind. They tend to think and plan carefully before they act. So those are kind of a, a rundown of the of the. Um, the, the triads. And so in those triads, so the, the gut triad is the eight, the protector, the leader, the boss, the nine is called the mediator or the peacemaker. The one is called the perfectionist or the reformer. Um, and the heart triad, we've got the two, threes, and fours, two being the giver, the helper, uh, the supporter. Three is the performer, the achiever. Four is the romantic, the individualist. And then in the head triad, you've got the five, six, and seven. So fives being the observer, the thinker, if you think of that, that sculpture called the thinker. Um, very stoic in, when I think of this number. Number six is the loyal skeptic, um, also going to be called the trooper. And number seven is the enthusiast, the generalist. Um, they don't like pain. So that's just kind of a broad overview of them. Next week, I'm going to go deeper. We'll start with the gut triad, the eights, nines, and ones. And um, if you'd like to take your test or take, take the Enneagram personality test and you haven't done it already, we'll link below the free version. And then there's also a paid version. It's like $12. And it's so worth it because you get like a 30 or 40 page report kind of breaking down everything. And it's just really fascinating. So um, if you have any questions, feel free to shoot them over to me. And until next week, have an awesome weekend and be disciplined.